0: hello guys welcome back to my channel my name is Nikhil Senade, and this is the chapter 3 lesson 2 of the rich dad, Poor dad series so the lesson 2 is why I teach financial literacy okay let's continue in 1990 my best friend Mike took over his father's empire and is in fact doing a better job than his dad did we see each other okay we'll repeat it we see each other once or twice a year on the golf course. He and his wife are wealthier than you could imagine. His rich dad's uh, empire is in great sand, and Mike is now grooming his son to take his place, and his dad had groomed us. In 1994, I retired at the age of 47, and my wife Kim was 37. Retirement does not mean not working to my wife and me, it means that bearing unforeseen cataclysmic Changes we can work or not work. See, burying or unforeseen catalysmic changes uh, simply means uh, un- um, like expect for or not expected. Uh, the catalystic uh, Make means earth changing or earth shattering, except, uh, except for unexpected earth shattering changes. See, we can work or not work, and our wealth grows automatically, staying way ahead of inflation. I guess it means freedom. The assets are large enough to grow by themselves. It's like planting a tree. You water it for years, and then one day it doesn't need you anymore. Its roots have gone down deep enough. Then the tree provides, then the tree provides shades for your enjoyment. Mike, choose to run the empire, and choose to retire. Whenever I speak to groups of people, they often ask what I would recommend or what could they do? How do they get started? Is there a good book I would recommend? What should they do to prepare their children? What is the secret to success? How do I make millions? I am always reminded of this article I was once given. It goes as follows. The richest businessman in 1923. A group of our greatest teachers and richest businessmen held a meeting at the Edgewater Beach Hotel in Chicago. Among them were Charles Schwab, head of the largest independent steel company, Samuel Insull, president of the world's largest utility, Howard Hobson, head of the largest gas company, Ever Kruger, president of the International Match co Limited, one of the world's largest companies at that time. Leon Fraser, president of the Bank of International Settlements, Richard Whitney, president of the New York Stock Exchange, Arthur Cotton and Jesse Livermore, two of the biggest stock speculators and Albert Fall, a member of the President Harding Cabinet. Twenty-five years later, nine of them, those listed above, ended as follows. Schwab, Died penniless after living for five years on borrowed money. Insul died broke, living in a forged land. Kruger and Cotton also died broke. Hobson went insane. Whitney and Albert Fall were just released from prison. Fraser and Livermore committed suicide. I doubt anyone can, if anyone can say what really happened to them. If you look at the date 1923, it was just before the 1929 market crash and the Great Depression which I suspect had a great impact on these men and their lives. The point is this, today we live in a times of a greater and faster change than these men did. I suspect there will be many booms and bursts in the next 25 years that will parallel the ups and downs these men faced. I am concerned that too many people are focused too much on money and not their greatest wealth which is their education. If people are prepared to be flexible, keep an open mind and learn. They will grow richer and richer through the changes if they think money will solve their problems. I am afraid those people will have a rough ride. Intelligence solves problems and produces money money without financial intelligence is money soon gone most people fail to realize that in life it's not how much money you make it's about how much money you keep we have all heard stories of lottery winners who are poor then suddenly rich and then poor again they win millions and are soon back to where they started or stories of professional athletes who at the age of 24 are earning millions of dollars and year a year and are sleeping under the bridge by age 34 in this paper this morning as i write this this is a story of a young basketball player who a year ago had millions today he claims his friends attorney and accountant took his money and now he works at a car wash for minimum wage he is only 29 He was fired from the car wash because he refused to take off his championship ring as he was wiping off the cars. So, his story made the newspaper. He is appealing his termination claiming hardship and discrimination and that the ring is all he has left. He claims that if you take that away, he will crumble. In 1997, I know so many people who are becoming instant millionaires it's the roaring 20s one more time and while i was glad people have been getting richer and richer i only caution that in the long run it's not how much you make it's how much you keep and how many generations you keep it so when people ask where do i get started or tell me how to get rich quick they often are greatly disappointed with my answer. I simply say to them that my rich dad said back to me when I was a little kid, if you want to be rich, you need to be financially literate. The, uh, that idea was drummed into my head every time we went together. As I said, my educated dad stressed the importance of reading books while my rich dad stressed the need to master the financial literacy. If you are going to build the Empire State Building, the first thing you need to do is dig a deep hole and pour a strong foundation. If you are going to build a home in the suburbs, all you need to do is pour a 6-inch slab of concrete. Most people in the drive to get reach are trying to build an Empire State Building on a 6-inch slab. Our schools system having been created in the agrarian age, still believes in homes with no foundation. Dirt floors are still the ridge. So kids graduate from the schools with virtually no financial foundation. One day sleepless and deep in debt in suburbia, living in, living the American dream, they decide that the answer to their financial problems is to find a way to get rich quick. Construction on the skyscraper begins. It goes up quickly and soon, instead of the Empire State Building, we have the Leaning Tower of Suburbia. The sleepless nights return. As for Mike and me, in our adult years, both of our choices were possible because we were taught to put a strong financial foundation when we were just kids. Now, accounting is possibly the most boring subject in the world. It could be the most confusing, but if you want to be rich long term, it could be the most important subject. The question is, how do you take a boring and confusing subject to teach it to kids? The answering make it simple. Teach it first in pictures. My rich dad poured a strong financial foundation for Mike and me. Since we were just kids, he created a simple way to teach us for years. He only draw pictures and used words. Mike and I understood the simple drawings, the jargon. The jargon means special words or expressions used by a professional or group that are difficult for others to understand. The movement of money and then in later years, Rich Dad began adding numbers. Today, Mike has gone on to the top, much more complex and sophisticated accounting analysis because he has had to he had a billion dollar empire to run i am not as sophisticated because my empire is smaller yet we come from the same simple foundation in the following pages i offer you the same simple line drawings mike's dad created for us though simple those drawings helped guide to little boys in the in building great sums of wealth on a solid and deep foundation okay I will end this chapter 3 of this Dishjad Porette series I will see you guys in the next video thank you for watching